Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino back in studio with us today. And don't you forget to make a Mississippi destination vacation part of your summer plans. Take a little time today to go to visitmississippi.org. And maybe you want to take a trip to see one of the many locations where films have been shot here in Mississippi. And we are talking films again to get day. It is a topic of conversation that's coming up a lot lately here in our state. But I I think it's an exciting and a very good thing. Now, I've got a jam-packed studio today, so if you have got your browser, take it to supertalk.fm slash watch, and you will see that I have with me in the studio Miss Candace Love Jackson. She is the director of Jackson Film Festival, which is, will be their annual or their inaugural year, the first annual year, however you want to say it. Joined by John Kelly. He is the media arts instructor at the Mississippi School of Arts in Brookhaven, Mississippi. And Miss Carrie Johnson, who left her ninth graders back in Canton. She's the principal of Canton Ninth Grade Academy. So welcome, guys. Welcome. Glad to have you here and glad to be talking about this first annual Jackson Film Festival. So I'm actually kind of shocked that it's a first annual. I would have thought that Jackson May would have already had a film film festival. I think we just had one in Oxford and there's others across the state. So, Candace, I'm going to start with you. Like, how did the Jackson Film Festival come to be an event? Well, Maximus Wright, who's the CEO of Maximus Wright Productions and the nonprofit Sopreneur, had this idea of um, has become a filmmaker, an independent filmmaker in Mississippi, and we wanted to do a film festival highlighting independent filmmakers and uh, in introducing people to those talents that and, and dreams that they would not normally be able to do. So. A lot of people have dreams about being in entertainment, but when you're in Mississippi, what are you know? How do you make those a reality? And so that's where uh, all of this comes from. And it all come from it. It all takes partnerships and sort of working yes, together to indeed. also bring in a bunch of different students, different levels of students, really. Yes. So, John Kelly, there you are the media arts instructor at Mississippi School of the Arts. So you've got those that are already sort of, you know, got their blinders on to arts a passion for themselves. They're really focused and dedicated to it. So was this a no-brainer for you two to sort of connect? It really was. Um, we had um, heard about Maximus Wright, um, and we joined a master's class that he did for our school uh, back in February and when he mentioned the film festival a, a number of times uh, throughout our discussion and so when we finished with the master's class I got in touch with him and I said uh, we'd love to be involved and this is um, so we're going to have a lot of students uh, put in some films for their uh, student competition and screenplay competition and they're all excited about it. 
So this takes us now to the ninth graders, right, Miss Carrie? I mean, some of them obviously enjoy art. They think making probably TikTok films or whatever it is on their on their devices is being creative, and it can be. Don't get me wrong. Um, but this is a different sort of way for them to hone in some of those creative skills and think about it in terms of film production. How excited were the students? They were so excited. You know, this is something completely brand new for them. And just to have that opportunity to experience these things that they are getting a chance to experience, it's just it's, it's beyond exciting for them. So how did you guys there at uh, Canton Ninth Grade Academy, is that the name of the school? It is. It's, okay. Mm-hmm. Canton Ninth Grade Academy get connected with the Jackson Film Festival as well as with Mississippi School of Arts. Well, I received an email from my executive director, Victoria Johnson, um, who had been in contact with uh, Miss Candace um, in regards to partnering with um, the Jackson Film Festival. So um, we selected our students to participate, and like I said, they just they've been just so beyond excited, you know. Well, yeah, that's nothing <laughs> I got to do in the ninth grade, Candace. <laughs> well, one of the reasons was that since the film was filmed in Canton, we thought it was really important to engage the Canton community and Canton mm-hmm. students. And we're talking about and a time to kill. A time to, in, in, the, in the film, 25 years later, particularly at a time when we are grappling as a country with issues of race and reconciliation in the state of Mississippi. So when you consider that A Time to Kill was filmed under our old state flag and now 25 years later there's a new flag, where are these students thinking about as they're becoming the next generation of leaders? And we thought this was a perfect time and a perfect partnership with both of these institutions diverse to to bring a group of diverse students together Mm -hmm. and have these conversations. Well, I think it's a good time, too, to maybe go back to 1996, because Mm -hmm. that is when A Time to Kill was shot in Canton, Mississippi. It's fair to say that we were just talking about 96. I mean, that would have been put me somewhere in 15, 16 years old. So it's fair to say that the students there at Canton Ninth Grade Academy is probably the students also at Mississippi School of Arts it weren't born maybe yet they were definitely <laughs> not getting movie ticket money and popcorn money to go <laughs> and you know go and see a sort of a time to kill so when you guys said we're going to be a part of the you know the first annual Jackson Film Festival and the movie they're celebrating is a time to kill I'm going to start with you first John Kelly because okay. you had the older you have the older students what, what were their reactions most of them were very excited well, all of them were very excited uh, a few had seen the film um, and called it one of their favorite movies uh, many had not though uh, so when we I introduced them to this uh, idea that we were going to uh, participate in this and showed them the trailer for the film they got really excited and then after we screened the movie for the students, they just loved it. It's uh, not one of their favorite movies. And, of course, you can see why when you look at it. No, I mean, it's, it's, it takes film. I mean, if you could have a whole class, I'm assuming, on film just on A Time to Kill and all that went into making it to just how the characters and the actors came about to, you know, I guess the ruckus that it kind of calls and the conversations mm-hmm. it calls at that right. time of its release, you know, 25 years ago. So, Miss Carrie, I know your children at Canton Ninth Grade um, <laughs> uh, Academy weren't alive when A Time to Kill <laughs> no. was was born. And it's, it's you know, Matthew McConaughey, he just doesn't age. So <laughs> he looks at all. The <laughs> so, but, but how how did you introduce the film to them? Well, um, 
we did just discuss some things in regards to, you know, it was filmed right in Canton. Um, so they had the opportunity to just to do have a little dialogue about it. They did not see the film until we saw it as a joint uh, with the Mississippi School of Arts. Um, so once they saw it and they actually had the opportunity to see some people that they recognized, you know, that was in the film and, and the actual locations, you know, they really, it, it really drew them closer to just wanting to know more about it. Not to throw you under the bus, mm-hmm. uh, Carrie, but for those of us maybe that, you know, don't visit Canton often or haven't ever come through and visited, mm-hmm. your students live there. You live there, right? This is there every day. Mm-hmm. So take us through the movie. You don't have to get down to specifics by any stretch of the imagination, but what sort of areas of Canton did they recognize? Man, this is where I drive by every day, or maybe we go and see the lights during the holidays, mm-hmm. and this was a part of a movie that started a, a bigger conversation the first place is the square mm-hmm. you know that, that's that's the main area w- would be the square now a couple of the neighborhoods i don't just really remember as far as them having a conversation about it but the main area like i said is that that square that's around the, the canton square do you pull in some of the geographical areas too in in talking with your students, John Kelly, or are you two just sort of like we we've all been to Canton, but we don't recognize you know when you're watching the movie, you don't put yourself necessarily in it as an extra, but a lot of you listening could have been an extra in a time could in time to kill because there were a lot of Mississippians in it well we do, actually we do um a lot of the st- some of the students have either been to Canton or have relatives that live there, so they certainly recognize the areas um and that's one of the things I love doing with when I teach film with my students is pointing out different locations that they may have seen um you know there's so many wonderful movies made in mississippi but with canton you know it was yeah you guys recognize this place that most of them had so it was exciting and fun for them to see the places that they've been to uh portrayed in a film that was 25 years ago so now that they've seen a time to kill for the first time the students there at the the school of art as well as um, at the academy in um, canton what will be their i guess assignment or part or piece to the festival well what they'll they'll have the opportunity to make their own film. It doesn't have to be a, a derivative of A Time to Kill, but just have the opportunity to be creative. Some of them will explore issues of race in Mississippi. Some of them will decide other topics, but that they would also have that opportunity and then submit to our festival in the student film category and have their work shown. So I know for your students, John Kelly, this may be a little bit easier to conceptualize because they are, they've chosen the route of understanding film. I'm very interested to hear maybe how the ninth graders have taken on this idea of creating a film. I mean, it seems very daunting and it's kind of scary to me to put together such a big project, but I'm also not carefree and in the ninth grade and think that I can do anything and everything, which I'm sure your students do. So we're going to learn more about the Jackson Film Festival and a Time to Kill coming up next.
Spring cleanup can be easy, fun, and affordable with the all-star John Deere compact tractor package from Mississippi, Arkansas Ag. The John Deere 3025E tractor plus loader, box plate, rotary cutter, and a trailer will keep you ahead of the game at just $291 per month with 0% financing for 72 months. Leave it up to us or visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com for more information. Offer until 430 2021. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Mississippi Braves baseball is back and will welcome fans to Trustmark Park beginning Tuesday, May 4th at 6.35 p.m. Get ready for the return of Thirsty Thursday. Premium giveaway items every Friday night. Post-game fireworks on Saturdays and matinee baseball each Sunday. Season tickets, flex plans, group outings, sweet nights, and partnership opportunities are available now by calling 601-932-8788 or by visiting Mississippi Braves. Braves.com. See the next generation of Atlanta Braves stars like Freddie Freeman, Ronald Acuna Jr., and more right here at Trustmark Park. Baseball returns on Tuesday, May 4th. Mississippi Braves baseball. Let's play. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Dream, the new degree of comfort. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. Camp Kamasa. Sounds like a wonderful place, doesn't it? It surely will be. When complete, Camp Kamasa will be Mississippi's only year-round, fully handicap-accessible camp facility for children and adults with special needs. The MTK Foundation invites you to join our online auction, Boots and Bling, benefiting Camp Kamasa April 24th from 6 to 8 p.m. Visit mtkfound.com or the MTK Foundation page on Facebook to register for this wonderful event benefiting a wonderful place. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. It's on its way, so make sure you make a little getaway happen. 
to make sure you make it in Mississippi, you can go to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. Now, we're getting to know about the first annual Jackson Film Festival that is coming up in July. So if you want to take a trip to central Mississippi, that would be a great event to add to your things to do. And it is going to celebrate and commemorate the 25th anniversary of the film adaptation of John Grisham's A Time to Kill, which was in 96. Wow, now you feel old. I have just dated you. (laughs) Have you got to see that in the movie theater? Now, we have taken this idea of celebrating 25 years of this particular movie over to the Good Things Facebook group, where we were asking you to go back in your time machine and share with us the very first movie that you remember seeing in a theater and or the first movie that maybe you just got really excited to see in the theater. So you can also chime in at 601-879-4395. Now, I've prepped my guests with this question, so I didn't throw them under the bus when the lights turned on here um, in the Good Things studio. So I'm going to start with John Kelly. What was either the first movie you remember seeing in theaters or the first one you got super excited about getting to see? The very first movie I remember seeing in the theater was The Muppet Christmas Carol. (gasps) Yes. What year was that? That was 1992. Okay. Yeah. That one might would have been, I might would have seen that one as well. I would have been 10-ish, maybe 11-ish around that time or 9-ish. Maybe math is hard, you know, on the radio when you're doing, (laughs) when you're trying to sort of can't, you know, count it backwards. Okay. Miss Candace, you, you already shared with the, with us, so you can't lie on the good things (laughs) airwaves. We will know what your answer is, but what's the first movie you remember seeing? Urban Cowboy. <laughs> hey, John Travolta, though. John Travolta, 1980. Uh, I, my my father was pursuing graduate work out of town, so I kind of was like, I want to go see John Travolta again in Urban Cowboy. My mother felt sorry for me, so she would take, I think I saw it six times. There, hey, there's there is yeah. no shame there's in your no shame. Urban Cowboy game at all. Okay, Miss Carrie. E.T. E.T., but you yes. have a very interesting um, story within that. Did you make it through the whole movie? I did not make it through the entire movie. No, I did not. I hid under the chair because that thing was just so ugly. So. It's, it's so terrifying. I'm surprised you ever went back to the movies. As someone also texted in and said Jaws was their first movie or first movie they got excited to see. What a terrible first big screen experience if, if you've never had one before to be, to be Jaws. But, you know, this gets us excited, too, about thinking about going to the movies, getting mm-hmm. back into the, the rhythm of being able to go and enjoy good films. I mean, the streaming and platforms are awesome. Being able to watch them in your PJs is always fun. But, man, there is nothing like the smell of popcorn, the big screen, and getting to watch, um, you know, art, really, on a really bi- with, with people you've never met to sort of have that sort of um, entire experience. So, so, Candace, will this be an experience at the film festival? How will it work? Break it down for us. We have so many layers to this festival. We'll have uh, master classes again um, that we offer for free um, to, in terms of directing, screenwriting, acting. The festival itself that is adjudicated by industry professionals, and then we'll have a showing of A Time to Kill and a gala commemorating, a gala slash awards show. So as well as one of our key parts is uh, – a concert by Benjamin Wright, Dr. Benjamin Wright, who is an internationally renowned composer who's from Greenville, Mississippi. So this will be his first time performing all of his hits. He's worked with Michael Jackson, Outkast, Justin Timberlake, and he's still working uh, producing and arranging 
his first time to perform in Mississippi in 30 years. Oh, well, that's really exciting. Yes. That is so very, there's lots of things going right. going on <laughs> yes. in that way. Yes. So, and then obviously you also have the student part, yes, and the student uh, which, part. which brings in our other guests. But will there be other films like by, I guess, I hate to use the word professional because I feel like our students probably will do just as good, but still professional filmmakers also the submit? The independent films that are submitted that are by you know in professional independent filmmakers, those will be shown as well. Uh, and so we're having opportunities, and we're still in uh, trying to decide how we're going to do that in the pandemic, of course, right. where, we're, where we are. Um, do we need to do it as a drive-in? Do we need to do those kinds of things? So we're trying to – we're still figuring that out, but there will be film to be seen and enjoyed. And from uh, local students, yes. which is the cool partnership to this. Yes. So, John Kelly, you are the media arts instructor there at the Mississippi School of Arts. So, I mean, your kids probably just saw this and started drooling over the idea of being able to get their creative juices going. But did you give them any parameters? Did you sort of just turn them loose? Basically, yes. Um, all, all of our students really are creative. I said, okay, we're going um, to watch – we've watched the film. We're starting to have a discussion now – Think about a short film that you guys could make that could address some of the issues that you guys have been talking about. And I'm not sure if I want to do- discuss the plot, but um, <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to give it away. But, um, yeah, it, it's definitely. Um, I'll, I will keep it a secret till it's unveiled, okay. but. Um, the students have really come up with a great concept. Uh, they have really good characters. They've already been working on the script. They did a casting session uh, last Thursday. They're really uh, running off with it, and it's. I'm really excited for it to premiere. So your ninth graders there at Canton um, Ninth Grade Academy, Miss Carrie, or Principal Carrie. It feels weird calling you Miss Carrie. It's Principal <laughs> Carrie. Um, how have you sort of helped directed your kids, or do you have someone who's come in to sort of give them um, direction with the? Cre- I'm sure this is the first time they've thought through plot and characters and film and all the things. Well, right now I I try to because we're virtual. Um, I communicate with the students in regards to just being themselves, Mm -hmm. having an opportunity to just be free, be expressive, um, let others know how you feel, especially about the issues at hand. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you they are running free with it, they are doing such a phenomenal, a phenomenal job, which is being open and honest and just discussing how the film is making them feel in regards to the current events that's even going on now. So they are, I think they'll be future producers and directors <laughs> and writers and things, honestly. Okay. Well, and that's kind of where it starts is, mm-hmm. you know, Miss Candace, when you give students in the ninth grade just the opportunity to right. explore, mm-hmm. they wind up at Mississippi School mm-hmm. of Arts with you, John Kelly, and, you know, really starting to hone that in. Um, where did you find your love for the media arts? Um, well, it started back in 1997, actually. Um, that was the year I first saw the film Braveheart. Um, and that was the first time I looked at all of the different elements of the production, the costumes, the music, the acting, etc. And I said, I love this. This uh, There's a lot of artistry here. There's a lot of work being done. And it's all coming together in one majesty, majestic film. And I want to do this the rest of my life. And so I started uh, studying films, watching all kinds of movies, reading books, watching behind-the-scenes uh, stuff, so that when I finally went to college, I was able to go and study film on a professional level, on the college level. And then I noticed that I really loved teaching. And when 
I heard about the media, media arts position at MSA. I said, this is perfect, and I have been here for, there for five years, and I would not have it any other way. As a teacher who, who teaches students to use their voice and their creativity to create, you know, film, what is, what kind of um, message do you give them at the responsibility to maybe make sure that it is authentic and that their voices are, are sort of told and that people will watch this and it will be a representation of, you know, a specific time because we look back you know to 1996 and a time to kill was a very controversial film but it created and stirred up a lot of conversation and that's a cool thing that film and art in general can can sort of do right it wasn't there to prove or do anything it was there to depict a story and then what you talked about around the water cooler was kind of what was stirring up in all of us so how do you give or tell film directors that they have uh, to you know at least to be aware of the responsibility they have with the things that they make well, for starters, I always tell students uh, the single biggest thing about making a film is always write what you know. Mm-hmm. You know it doesn't do you any good if you start uh, work making a film on a topic that you know nothing about because obviously it's going to be fake. So think about the issues that are important to you and how do you respond to it, and that will drive your narrative. That will drive your dialogue. That will drive what you as a director tell your actors you need. Um, and... They really have uh, taken to that advice, and I've been very pleased with the work that they've come up with, not just on this project, but all the all the years that we've been working. Um, they really – these are uh, some very insightful kids we have, not just at MSA but at Canton as well and all over Mississippi. We've got some really talented and smart kids, and it's really exciting for this project to come forward so that we can all hear what this generation has to say about the issues that they have before them. How excited are you, Miss Candace? I am tickled pink, for lack of a better <laughs> phrase. I, you know, when we have these discussions with the students about the film, I come back so hopeful about where we're going because they are insightful. And I told them just uh, just Monday that they're making me look at the film differently because they're putting it in a different perspective. And I'm so proud to be a part of this process with them and with the festival. we got more on Jackson's Film Festival, the first one of its kind, coming up next here on Good Things. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Moving through your day, sunny skies, high near 77. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 42. Your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 62. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 40. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 69. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. 
At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at NewCare MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. If the initiative gets enough signatures, voters will eventually decide whether or not to put Medicaid expansion in the state constitution. Representative Becky Curry told Super Talk she hopes the legislature will try to come up with something before it goes that far. If it comes down to us having to vote on it, and and I didn't think marijuana was going to go through, so uh, I wouldn't be surprised Mm -hmm. if this didn't. People need to realize it's forever in the constitution. Tuition will slightly increase at seven of the state's eight public universities. At an average of around 3% for both in- and out-of-state students, the price hike approved by the institutions of higher learning will occur at each of the state's universities with the exception of Jackson State. The average cost of in-state tuition will now be just over $8,200, and out-of-state tuition will hover around $12,200. I'm Kelly Bennett. Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. With G Love and Special Sauce. Cooling out with the former lady, got the special sauce. That's a she's my baby. Taz Niederauer, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Wheat Brewery for this socially distanced concert. 
are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. From hunting and fishing to just about anything outdoors here in the Magnolia State, you'll find out what new adventure is waiting for you Mondays at noon with Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, you'll explore the wonders of your state's natural resources and experience the thrill of outdoor adventure. That's Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show, Mondays at noon, here on Super Talk Mississippi. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi has so many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So go to visitmississippi.org to explore more. We're going deeper into the Jackson Film Festival, which is hosting its first year this year in July. It is a multifaceted festival that will celebrate and commemorate the 25th anniversary of the film of John Grisham's A Time to Kill in 96. Now, I have a little bit of trivia for A Time to Kill, which I thought was kind of cool and relates back to Mississippi. So did y'all know, and I'm talking to my guest here in studio, as well as you guys listening to Good Things, that Matthew McConaughey's dad was born in Mississippi? But then raised in Louisiana. So it was Patterson, I think, Mississippi, or it starts with a P, was born in Mississippi. And then A Time to Kill is Octa- or was Octavia mm-hmm. Spencer's breakout film. She was uh, Roark's nurse in the film. And since then, she's had a 25-year relationship with Mississippi director Tate Taylor. And she's obviously been in The Help. And then also the new classic uh, Ma, which may actually be uh, getting more um, out of that sort of film series. So pretty cool. All of that yeah. just sort of round, wound into one. And there's all those different layers to just, you know, one book, one movie, one everything else. But but still talking about bringing this back to bringing up the conversations with The Time to Kill, bringing it up to the kids and giving them the outlet to sort of thrive and sort of do this. Um, how important is do you, carry for your kids to be able to learn how to put their thoughts and feelings into a creative format like filmmaking or writing or poetry or painting or other than just tweeting or TikToking? (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we want our students to just be able to voice their opinions. We want them to feel safe to be able to say, hey, this is what I feel about this particular situation. We want them to we want to create that safe zone for them because we, we don't know their future, but we, but we definitely want to help guide them and motivate them and, and encourage them. And I think we need to also uh, give you a second, John Kelly, to talk about the awesome work that's there in Brookhaven, Mississippi, with the Mississippi School of Arts. Tell us just why that school is a little bit special, the type of students that come, and then how students get sparked 
in the ninth grade or tenth grade to then wind up being your students one day? Well, it is a wonderful place. Uh, we're in our 17th, I believe our 17th year. Um, they audition in their sophomore year of high school. We are a residential uh, high school for 11th and 12th graders. Um, they live on campus. Uh, they have... Um, they have an arts discipline that they will study for about three hours a day. We have hour and a half classes. Um, they they pick which one that they're the most passionate about, and they it can audition for at least two of them. Uh, but they pick one, and whether it's film or literary or vocal or um, you know painting, uh, dance, theater. Um, but one of the reasons that we love it, aside from the fact that they do all these creative artworks, is that, you know, we also stress the academics as well. We are the second highest um, ACT score right behind MSMS. Um, we we are a college prep school that allows them to, you know, once they get through with us for two years, they're ready for college. They're always you have, put them through uh, the ringer and then do. you send them off to college. <laughs> we do. No, and I've had the opportunity while uh, while visiting Brookhaven to tour the campus there, and it's an absolutely phenomenal campus, and it definitely breeds creativity and the things. And I think more parents and more students need to know about those opportunities, whether they want to take them or not, just knowing that there are opportunities in career, in film, and in art, you know, here in Mississippi, and it's brewing. And I think, Candace, I think it's great that you guys are starting this um, Jackson Film Festival. We, we talked a lot about the one, the successful one there in Oxford. I know this one is going to be just as successful as the years sort of keep going on. You mentioned a name, Maximus Wright, at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So if we've heard it, but maybe we don't know it, who is Maximus Wright? Uh, Maximus Wright is an independent filmmaker. His first film, Soul Damage, was filmed in Mississippi. He's working on his second film, Existentialism, which is going to be amazing. Uh, The first film, Soul Damage, is about trauma and healing. Um, and so without giving too much oh, yeah. of it away, but it's an amazing piece of work. Um, and from there, it just jump starts. And he offers uh, free classes to people who are looking for their second lives um, in, in a program called Sora, uh, Sora After 40. Those of us who are, who are at that point. Right. And, and he's been a, a great mentor to me as a as a writer. And and so working with him on this festival, we both love film, and it's it's that's who he is—a person who loves people, film, and in that order, really. Um, and, and bringing it all to, to the to the capital city. So yes. it's in July. You know, we've got a few months out, but what can we start putting on our calendars or thinking through if we're we're interested in what you're sharing? Okay, the Benjamin Wright concert is going to be Thursday of that week. Uh, that is the 29th. It's going to be a phenomenal concert of his hits. Uh, so it will range from Boogie Wonderland and Happy Feet to uh, hits by that he's arranged for Michael Jackson, maybe a little Outcast from Justin Timberlake. He was pre- he predominantly uh, helped produce the Justin Timberlake 2020 album. So we're we're excited about that. The, the showing the gala. We're trying to get the principal actors to come back to Mississippi to celebrate with us. Come so on. Fingers, all right, all right, all, all right. right. <laughs> fingers crossed, uh, particularly Sam uh, Jackson. And, and we've even partnered with uh, Cricket Letter Picture uh, Company in Natchez, Mississippi. And the students will have an opportunity to go and visit the, the uh, their picture company. As you mentioned, Tate Taylor. Uh, 
and his partner John Norris, who's a uh, John Norris is also a member of our board. So we are really trying to make this a festival for the people and to have these conversations and to really enjoy film. So the concert, the gala, all of the, showing the film, seeing the film, whether it's virtually or in person, the entire week there is something for everyone. I just love that the film community, from students all the way up to the big wigs, right? Mm-hmm. It, they, it's a small knit community, yes. and they, they, it's not. It's it, and it's the term like it's a blue ocean. It's not a red ocean, meaning there's room for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it's it's not one of these fields where you know you can't do you can't come here. You know, it's not a competing sort of mm-hmm. you know dog eat dog world. It's like let's get everybody and more um, more Mississippians excited about the film industry here yes. in our state. The Possibilities. What's already been created 25 years ago there in Canton with a time to kill, and then the future works that could be coming out of Mississippi School of Arts or even there um, and in Canton. So, will the students get a chance to walk red carpets or see their film on the big screen yes. or do all those fun things and yes. bring mom? <laughs> yes, definitely. That's one of the key part, parts of the festival is to make sure that the students have their showcase and their moment. Um, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, Miss Tania Stewart is also on our board who played Gwen Haley in the film. Uh, so she's she's been an active participant in our festival. And so we're just excited about everything that's happening, particularly this piece, to start with this generation for a time, with a time to kill for a time such as this, um, where we are in the country. I think it's just going to be beautiful it's gonna be beautiful it's gonna be a great and it's gonna have um, a lot of good arts too from the students is there any way john kelly we can keep up with what your students are doing or what they're submitting or any of the things we'll be able to see those too you sure can. Uh, if you go on our website, uh, uh you can read about all the different arts disciplines that we have. We have YouTube that we are constantly live streaming our events. Um, matter of fact, that's one of the great things that we've been able to do, our media students have been able to do during this pandemic, uh, because we've had to limit the amount of uh, people we can allow on our campus. Uh, we have filmed and live streamed all of our events and posted them online. Um, and speaking of which, I almost forgot to mention, uh, for any sophomores that are interested in a particular arts discipline, uh, our applications are still open. So there you go. So it's parents and, and students listening to good things. If you're in the car rider line and into film or art, at least look into Mississippi School of Art. And Miss Carrie, I know your your ninth graders there, they're just ripping and roaring and ready to go. So what would you say, though, to maybe other educators listening about using film as an opportunity to be a cool project within maybe that early high school years? I would definitely just say, you know, allow your students that opportunity to see something new, experience something new. Allow them that that creative juice to just flow. Right, because you never know. I mean, you give them an iPhone or a smartphone, should I say, mm-hmm. or just a little bit of equipment now, and they can piece together, I would assume, a film. I mean, that's pretty much what TikTok and all that is right. now, right? It's like right. small, little, creative. We have to show them how to use the technology for their good. Amen <laughs> to that. And what's, what, I can honestly, what I can honestly say about that is some of the audition films that I see as a media instructor, some of them were shown the iPhone, but they're still great films. I right. say, okay, this person has talent. Steve and Soderbergh shot an entire film on the iPhone 11. It's pretty cool. Yes, so it's possible. July 26th to the 31st, and independent filmmakers can submit their films to the Jackson Film Festival through Film Freeway. 
back uh, www.filmfreeway.com backslash jxnfilmfestival.com. All righty. Well, yeah. we'll be talking about all of their works and more around the water cooler coming up right. late July. May have you back then, but thank you for your time now. But you guys stick with us. We've got a few more good things coming up next. Thank you. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, Watkins Construction, Inc., Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. This is the closing anger market report. At the close of their cotton exchange, July cotton was up 46 to 85.17. October cotton was up 67 to 84.25. At the close of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were up 21 and a quarter to 1457 and three quarters per bushel. August soybeans were up 19 and a quarter to 1413 per bushel. July corn was up eleven and a half to five ninety two per bushel. September corn was up nine and three quarters to five forty seven and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was up sixty to one nineteen twenty. August live cattle was up seventy five to one nineteen forty. August feeders up one seventy five to one fifty four twenty two. September feeders up one sixty five to one fifty six seventeen. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down three hundred seventy three points, thirty three thousand seven hundred five. I'm Dixon Williams and. This is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. 
April is National Safe Digging Month. Mississippi 811 would like to remind you that the leading cause of harm to underground facilities is excavation damage. While pipeline operators and other underground facility owners are committed to raising awareness of underground damage prevention, everyone has a responsibility to ensure safe digging practices. Mississippi 811 reminds you to call at least two days before you dig. Respect utility markers on your dig site. And dig safely. This is Jake Mangum, all-time hits leader in the SEC. Two of the best decisions I've ever made were Mississippi State and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Both teams have supported me through thick and thin. Even though my college playing days are over, I'm excited to be a part of the Farm Bureau team. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Your midday meeting place. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. delay in planning a little Mississippi getaway. The weather's great right now, but it's going to be hot. So take some time to go somewhere that maybe is beachside, poolside. At least while the sun's up. (laughs) Riverside. There's so many water sides to do or water slides, I guess, in Mississippi as well. You can find them all at visitmississippi.org. If you want to add concerts to your things to do this weekend, there's still time to do that. You can catch the Twilight Concert ser- Series. It's coming up this Saturday, April the 24th, with over eight hours of music in the beautiful Renaissance at Colony Park in Ridgeland. You will hear the Almond Betts Band, Cedric Burnside, and more. They're taking the stage, and it's going to be incredible. You can also shop and dine, too, in between acts. So just make a day of it. You can get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com or you can visit Ardenland.net. And I hope you've taken time to visit the Good Things Facebook group. We've had two really great days of conversation, so I want to save one of them for later in this week when we can catch up, because we've also had some really cool guests here um, on the show. But with the movies on our mind today, Rhino, I've got to know, what is the first movie you remember seeing in the theater and or the first or you know what scratch that i want both from you i want to know what's the first movie you ever saw in theater and then i also want to know what's the first movie you counted down the days to be able to see uh well it's kind of back to back it's my first and second movie the first movie i ever saw in theaters was aladdin in 1992 (gasps) yeah and i vividly remember remember the, the cgi on the carpet and all that stuff and that was really cool and then the next year I could not wait to go see a movie that I was probably a little too young to see at the time, but it was Jurassic Park in 93. Yes. And those dinosaurs still look real in 2021. I don't know if Aladdin was my first, and I'll be fully honest, I really don't remember, and I hadn't had time today to like call mom and be like, what was my first movie? Um, not that I remember what my daughter's first movie was, and she's only eight, so I'm sure I'm 38. I don't know if my mom will remember mine, but um, but I do remember Jurassic Park. I do 
remember Aladdin, but I was sharing with our guests here the same year, I guess, uh, A Time to Kill came out or maybe around it. Titanic came out, and that was my first date movie. So my very first date to go on that was a movie date was to the theater to watch uh, the Titanic, which is a terrible first date movie if you think about it. But see, I thought I had the worst first movie date movie ever when I went to go see City of Angels. You know the one with Nicolas Cage and Meg Ryan where – an angel comes to heaven to be with Meg Ryan. Then she dies Die. in the end. <laughs> I just remember him riding with no hands or her no hands on the bicycle. And I'm thinking, you're going to run into something. You're going to run into and something. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, in that room. Okay. So when you th- when you start thinking about all your movie memories that really weren't necessarily connected to the movie it was one of the very first fast and the furious but it had to be at least 15 years ago because i was with my now husband um at the time i bent over to pick up something out of my purse it couldn't have been text messaging or anything necessarily like that but either get something or grab something and it's the, the moment i lifted up there, whatever the scene was where the car is like coming over, flying through the air towards something, and then it crashes. The, the out of the entire theater, it's me that's like ah, that girl because it genuinely terrified me. I wasn't expecting it, just taking my eyes off the screen and putting them back on it. And I just remember him looking at me like, "Really, Rebecca? Really? You're going to scream then and that loud?" And there are countless other. That sounds like the last scene of uh, the original Fast and the Furious where he's in the car and it crashes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, if you remember, in the original Fast and the Furious, it's how long ago it started, that franchise. They were stealing VCRs from big rigs and street racing. And now you wouldn't be able to give them away on the side of the street. And now in the newest Fast and the Furious, they're going to space. Jeff in Oxford, The Blob, the original with my dad. I was five and the movie scared me to death. I don't like anything gelatinous to this day. I never saw The Blob in theaters, but yeah, I think we can all remember that first time. And I think we can all agree we're ready to sort of get back to being able to feel safe enough or to have the opportunities, you know, to get back into them. Because it's weird how... You really liked the streaming thing when it first came out because you didn't have to go to theaters. And now when you can't go to theaters, you remember what some of it, you know, some of the cool parts of it were. And it, you want to go back, which I was never one that went to every blockbuster, you know, um, screening by any chance of the imagination. But I did enjoy the popcorn and the experience. There are some movies you should just see in the theater yeah like the original independence day yes something about just the, the scale of that gigantic spaceship for sure that jurassic park i would add to that list many many more we can continue this conversation over on the good things facebook group but don't you guys go anywhere you got more coming up next with sports talk mississippi from 3 to 6 p.m but rhino and i will be back tomorrow at 2 until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.